Pro-Palestinian protests have popped up on college campuses across the country. But from the eyes of students, what are we missing? From the outside, these protests are painted as really violent when that couldn't be further from the truth. I'm Brittany Luce, host of NPR's It's Been a Minute, and I'm inviting you to hear from student journalists who see what the rest of us cannot. On It's Been a Minute from NPR. Both Poland and NATO now say that a Ukrainian air defense missile likely caused an explosion just inside Poland's border with Ukraine yesterday. The explosion had killed two people, but both parties were quick to emphasize that Ukraine was only trying to defend itself and that Russia was ultimately at fault. NPR's Rob Schmitz joins us now from the Polish capital of Warsaw. Hi, Rob. Hey, Elsa. Okay, so... Yesterday's incident along Poland's eastern border came just as Russia had launched a barrage of missiles at critical infrastructure throughout Ukraine. Can you just talk about like what Polish officials are saying today about what happened? Yeah, Polish President Andrzej Duda spoke today here in Warsaw, and he clarified that after a lot of speculation overnight, the cause of an explosion that killed two workers at a grain storage facility in the border town of Shevodov was likely not a missile launched by Russia, and that it was likely not an intentional attack against Poland. Instead, he said a joint investigation led by U.S. and Polish officials believe this was caused by an errant missile from Ukraine's air defense system. And Elsa, he's saying here that Russian missiles were likely moving in the direction of Poland and turned around back towards Ukraine, and that a trailing Ukrainian air defense missile kept moving in the direction of Poland, ultimately striking Polish territory. He also added that teams on the ground believe the missile was not detonated, but that the damage on the ground was caused by the impact of the missile combined with an explosion from its fuselage. Now, it's worth pointing out that the investigation on the ground in Poland continues, but what Duda said was based on what he's hearing so far from the joint U.S.-Polish team. Okay, and just to be clear, Rob, this is the first time since Russia's war in Ukraine started that a missile has struck a NATO country across the Ukrainian border. What has NATO said about that? Yeah, NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg said this incident may have been caused by Ukrainian missile, but that it's not Ukraine's fault. He stressed that Ukraine was simply defending itself. He said he'll have to wait to see what the investigation shows before taking any further steps. But for now, he emphasized that this was not, to his knowledge, a deliberate attack on a NATO country. But what if this had been a Russian missile? What would NATO's response have been? Yeah, that's the question many were asking last night when the details were still a little hazy. Many people mentioned NATO's Article 5, which in essence states that an attack on one is an attack on all. But it's not as simple as that. And in fact, Article 5, known as the Collective Defense Clause, goes on to state that should a NATO member be attacked by a non-NATO member, that members should come together and take action they deem necessary given that specific situation. So it's a broad article and it leaves room for several types of actions. Mm. Okay, well, you are in Warsaw right now talking to people there. What are they telling you about how they're feeling about all this? For the most part, people I've spoken to have told me that because Poland borders Ukraine, that this type of incident was going to eventually happen. But now that it's happened, several people I spoke with, like university student Susanna Kaluga, told me that they're a little more nervous. And also she's saying here that she doesn't know what to think. On one hand, she doesn't want to be too paranoid about this. But on the other, she feels that Poland needs to be more vigilant and not forget this too easily. She said she had a biology test today and that before the test, she thought to herself, 
should I be studying now or should I be preparing for war? Wow. And so clearly it's gotten her and many others I spoke to more aware of what's happening across their border and the risks that war brings. Yeah. That is NPR's Rob Schmitz joining us from Warsaw, Poland. Thank you so much, Rob. Thanks, Elsa. Moms know the ups and downs of life. It's what makes them great subjects for books. This is one of the things that fiction can do, right? It can give us a window into the battles that each person is waging or facing, but it doesn't mean that we condone her actions. This week on NPR's Book of the Day podcast, we are discussing books centering mothers. So call your mom, then tune into the Book of the Day podcast from NPR. There are a lot of issues on voters' minds right now. Six big ones could help decide the election. Guns, reproductive rights, immigration, the economy, health care, and the wars overseas. On the Consider This podcast from NPR, we will unpack the debates on these issues and what's at stake. You can listen to NPR's Consider This wherever you get your podcasts. Here at Planet Money, we bring complex economic ideas down to earth. We find weird, fun, interesting stories that explain the way money shapes our lives. Inflation, recessions, the price of gas. We've got you. Listen now to the Planet Money podcast from NPR. 